Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Game Changers, brought to you by Watch Your Game. In this series, I aim to explore the minds of people working in the Web3 gaming industry. For more Web3 gaming, live play, interviews, and reviews, check out watchyourgame.com. Game with a three. I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Game Changers by Watch Your Game. Today we're talking with Farmer Nash, founder of Goombles. So, Farmer Nash, what's your backstory? Hello everyone, Farmer Nash here. And so I started in crypto 2020, discovered Bitcoin and absolutely loved it. Before that, I an originator doing mortgages. And uh, when I discovered Bitcoin, uh, I've been a lifelong gamer. So I, I stumbled upon also this project called The Sandbox. And basically it was kind of like Minecraft or a metaverse where you could actually own your property in, in the universe. And it was very, very interesting to me. So I decided to take a deep dive, learned about all these video games. Axie Infinity was uh, one big NFT game. And I ended up managing um, 100 plus players. They were all using my NFTs and they were uh, farming tokens and whatnot. And um, a lot of my favorite games, what happened is they kept dying, um, you know, for one reason or another. But the main reason was that they were too tightly tied to the economic side of the game instead of the actual game side of the game. So I saw this big gap in the market. And basically, I, I thought, you know, what if we made a game that's fun first, and then we added the blockchain layer on top of that, kind of like the icing on the cake. So then Goombles was born, and it's a 3D tower defense game currently running on the Cardano blockchain. And I have my Goombles. I am ready to play. It was interesting to see people playing it at the recent event, so I'm excited to see how it kind of comes out. Um, and... It's kind of been a bit of a transition for you going from the, like you say, managing people playing the different games to being a game founder. What made you take that choice? Why did it interest you to do that? Yeah, so it was, it's a really hard decision. Video games are one of the hardest things to build. Not only is the market extremely competitive, but you have to get everything combined. That's 2D art, 3D art, music game design level design you have to get everything involved in once so it's extremely hard to build a video game um and that being said i basically i just had a passion for it if you asked me what i wanted to do you know since i was probably five years old i would have said um build a video game right and now i have this amazing opportunity to do so but i genuinely thought that i had something to offer to the space and i, I thought that I, I really had kind of a unique view on what an nft game should be so I, I just embarked on the journey and started. And just to touch on that kind of unique view, and you mentioned seeing a, a gap in the market, what were the main kind of gaps that you were seeing and what were the challenges that you thought you'd be able to overcome compared to some of the stuff already in the market? Definitely. So when I saw most Web3 games, what's happening is people weren't actually playing them. They were mostly just farming them right so the biggest thing was product market fit um and it's very interesting because what i think and what i hope happens with my game is that you know there'll be a section of gamers and then there'll be kind of a game within the game which is the people who play for the economy right 
and um, the you know the gamers might want and or need uh, some of the items that are in the economy that you know the the Web three gamers will call them are more focused on. So um, I think there's going to be an interesting dynamic there. I think that's a great point. I know when I always talk about maybe not play to earn as it originally was. Um, sometimes I call it transfer of wealth between it, but you have, like you say, the, the different uh, populations. Some people who are playing the game probably happy to spend to play the game because they enjoy it, which is quite like traditional gaming. And then you will have that smaller subset that are playing it more for the kind of meta game of the trading within it. You just need to make sure that those audiences are split in the right way because, like you say, games seem to attract very much more the second part and i think you can't get away with that being a high percentage really and kind of when you when you are thinking of those different cohorts that you're looking to onboard into the game did that play any impact into the decisions around the platform that goombles are going to be on as well as the style and game mechanics absolutely it's a huge component down to the core of goombles um, because, you know, if we were too focused on financial side of things, then we would just make something simpler, like um, maybe uh, idle games not, are not necessarily more simple, but they, they're a lot easier to develop. But um, Or we would have done something, you know, like a 2021 style game, where it's basically just a staking platform with a, a game skin on it. So that's what happens when you focus more on the economy. If you focus more on the actual gameplay, you know, you're trying to you're trying to make a gameplay loop that's fun, addictive, and keeps people coming back, you know, keeps high retention. So um, that's what we're trying to do. And we're hoping that the way we implement blockchain is is gonna be uh, a complement to these things to uh, kind of attract both players. And I, I like that you've gone mobile and the art style and the gameplay is quite um, friendly and approachable. I think that we've got too many sweaty games maybe in Web3 and I think it's definitely targeting an audience that is probably underrepresented in Web3. Was that a consideration at all when you're coming to the graphic design of the game? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of competition in Web3 for PC games and what's interesting is that, you know, because I learned so much from Axie Infinity, I did research into countries, you know, like India and uh, it's not a country, but the continent, South America. And there's a lot of gamers who are mobile gamers and the market is so much bigger than PC. So it's funny, there's actually less competition for mobile games in Web3. Um, and, you know, our game fits better as a mobile game, being a kind of like a mid-core tower defense title. So... Yeah, I think mobile is the way to go for for our project. I I I agree. I think mobile will be what kind of breaks through. But we pivot slightly because you mentioned enjoying games and playing them. What what game have you played most in your life? I have an ungodly amount of League of Legends hours right now. And uh, who's your who's your main? Right now, I'm playing ADC, but my all-time main is Lee Sin. And how many hours do you reckon you ended up sinking into League of Legends? I don't want to know. I, I nope. really don't. <laughs> but I want everyone to know something. That I reached my goal of hitting Diamond 
okay, I'm not a diamond right now, but I did it. So, you know, the dream. <laughs> I, uh, I played it a while back, uh, and now I've switched to Pokemon Unite. Similar kind of idea, but I'd say a little bit friendlier. I don't use a mic or have voice chat on, so definitely right. doesn't, get the, doesn't get the same feel going on through it. Um, and just kind of where I first saw you on in the space was more kind of content creation, kind of putting out content Twitter to, you know, engage with people across games and different platforms as well. How have you found kind of transitioning from the content creator role? And I think you, you still kind of do that as well, but more into being seen as a, a game founder. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, originally I just wanted to be a content creator in Web3, but it is not sustainable at all especially maybe if you're in DeFi and things like that and coins but i didn't want to do that i wanted to do nfts and nft gaming and there's not a single you know nft only creator that is well known outside of x so uh like you know thread guy and some of the big people they're getting there but they're you know small in comparison to web 2 creators so i kind of was looking at you know my trajectory and going there's not enough, you know, for the amount of work I'd have to put in to become big in Web3, there'd just be seriously, like, un unequal opportunity uh, somewhere else. So then, I, you know, I had the opportunity to pivot and actually be the game, right? So now I have a chance to make the next content creators, the NFT content creators, if that makes sense. It, think of people who stream games, you know, Fortnite, COD, all those things. There's even Clash Royale streamers for mobile, you know, especially worldwide outside of the U.S. So now I have the chance to bring on content creators and hopefully give them some cool clips that blow up on TikTok and YouTube shorts. And uh, it's it's cool. Like I can repay the favor for the games that gave me content, hopefully. And what do you think that transition has given you in terms of insights around Maybe not so much the the designing of the game, but the reaching your community and your audience as part of the build up of the game. I'm sorry, it cut out. Yeah. So in terms of the stuff you learned being a content creator before the the pivot, how do you see that helping you in engaging with your community and bringing more people into the Goombles ecosystem? Awesome, great question. So I think there's one huge thing that web three content creators focus on and that is the monetary aspect and that's because everyone in web three wants to be a full-time creator but there's just not enough money and eyes in the space right now in the current market which is the bear market so it's a really interesting situation i think you know doing the small things for the creators making content for your game goes a long way one example of that is if someone makes a video for your game if you have the means to or it fits in your marketing plan retweet it comment on it like it um if they make a youtube video show up leave a comment things like that that goes a long way right and obviously um once the space grows we'd like to make you know uh larger connections with creators but i i think right now the the creator economy is a bit imbalanced and and people are looking to get paid more than uh what their impression count and and uh you know conversion rate might be worth so it's 
it's interesting to see it from both sides of the equation. I think that's a great point, and it's something that I talk about quite often. I did a short stint for nine months as marketing and relationships for a game before I ran out of time uh, because I've got a Web Zero job, and the amount that people would get paid if they were getting paid web 2 rates would be like five dollars maximum a video and even then that would be generous for the amount of impressions and it's not that they're not making good content the the audience just isn't there yet so it is a really difficult thing for games and marketing teams to kind of price up so i think the support you mentioned kind of outside financials is really key and it's a great way of actually making people more engaged and happy to continue to engage with your community and if you do look at the community already because right now you've had people play the game kind of at events but it's not kind of open for for people playing how do you juggle kind of keeping people interested but also managing expectations just because of how difficult and how long it is to create a game yeah absolutely well, luckily, we've actually been developing extremely fast. Shout out to the Magic Media team. Um, we minted in on February 28th, right? We'll, we'll just say March, right? First day of March, we'll say. Um, and currently, it's October. And we've already had people play our game, right, in IRL. So it wasn't too bad. But the thing is, you have to create, you know, events. You have to be consistent. You have to keep people excited. Not only that, if, if you care about this, People might want to keep their floor at a certain price um, for the future. So it's extremely, extremely hard. Luckily, Goombles has a, uh, a head start because they have my personal account, the Farmer Nash account on X. So, you know, not lucky, but just blessed to have that um, kind of tool in the disposal, but or uh, under our arsenal, excuse me. So it, it is very complicated, but I would say just before you even start a project or, or any brand, think of why it was started, right? So for Goombles, it was started because we needed to make a game for gamers in the Web3 space. Um, and that's what we're leaning into, right? We're not uh, we're not making posts about like, oh, here's our floor or all these things like that. We're staying true to what we believe in and why the project was created. So, um, you know, be consistent with your community is one thing I would say. And then just kind of talking about communities and looking wider a bit. I'm often roasting you for when you post about Cardano. Why Why did you... Because you moved there before the game, I think it was. Why did you go there? And do you think eventually we'll get past some of the chain-on-chain -chain, uh, posting that we see going on? Huh, good question. Well, I, I actually launched goombles on cardano for a few reasons um the two biggest ones are one the cardano community is absolutely massive and it's literally a sleeping giant and you won't understand until you somehow get involved in their algorithm on x i mean there's just like a whole city there's a whole country of people just waiting there and love cardano so there's a reason why it has a higher market cap than solana and uh and matic i'll just say that or polygon but um, other than that, I, last year I went to CNFTCon, which was one of the first, you know, Cardano meetups. Not the first, but one of the first. And I met everyone there. I met um, minter, minting platforms, content creators, the influencers on the chain, 
uh, the, the tech guys, the devs, everyone. I met everyone. And I thought, I already know so many people on this chain, so many valuable resources. And the chain is built with scalability and um, decentralization in mind and, and things that I personally joined crypto for. So I think we should launch on this chain. And, and that's what we did. And so far, it's been going very, very well. I will say, if Goombos is a big hit, Cardano is going to get absolutely wrecked. So uh, there is some scaling issues. You know, we might have to move to like an L2 on Cardano or something in that nature. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens when the time comes. And uh, I believe there was another part of your question that I can't remember. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of with the idea of Google's going to be mobile, going to be kind of mid-core casual. Do you see eventually that what chain it's on and kind of the underneath tech in your kind of two years in the future, do you think the players you'll be targeting will kind of care around what chain it's on? I think, so we're going to be targeting Web 2 and Web 3 players. Web 2 players aren't going to care. Uh, it's it, That'd be like saying, oh, you know, they're on the Visa network. You know, they're taking Visa cards or the PayPal thing, right? Blockchain is just going to be in the background of our game to, to add icing on the cake. It's not going to be a core, core component that you're going to be interacting with every single time you play, if that makes sense. So Web2 players shouldn't care. Um, a lot of them might not even know until they play for a while. And then the Web3 players, they shouldn't care, but they still will. Um, obviously, just because Web3 is a very tribal and cannibalistic place, I'll say. But um, I think that now in the bear market, people are recognizing those that actually put out a product, right? And they're starting to, you know, real recognize real type of thing. So I think if we actually make a fun game in Web3, then uh, we might attract some people. And luckily on JPEG store, which is kind of like the open sea of Cardano, you can just buy using credit card. You don't even need a wallet. So it's really cool. I, I think that's a good way of doing it, especially if it accepts either, because then people can just pay whichever's convenient to them. And with the idea of trying to attract Web2 traditional users, we're seeing a lot of companies trying to do more transmedia across, you already mentioned shorts, and kind of going where gamers are outside of Twitter, because it is, uh, is a bubble, really. Do you see that as something you're interested in have you been kind of keeping an eye on projects that are doing more to try and get out into other platforms yeah uh, ironically i've been keeping more track on web 2 projects than web 3 projects because like i said the web 3 portion if you're a web 2 gamer you're not going to necessarily need it but you're going to want to interact with it like once you actually get into the game and start having fun so one of the my favorite Web2 projects that did social media right is A Cult of the Lamb. So I recommend everyone not only just look at their social media, but play the game. It's a great game on Steam um, by Devolver. So, yeah, I I think it's basically 100% needed to do a Web2 marketing campaign. My goal is I want to do, you know, an actual ad campaign, like what you see on Instagram and stuff when you scroll through. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes in the future, but it's just all about, you know, how can I get my customer acquisition cost the lowest, um, you know, what channels, what, what strategies, what methods. And I think with that, I think the VR style and the Q nature of the Goombles will definitely, definitely help. It's a much easier 
not easy is probably the wrong word, much more broad appeal with the look of them than if it was some of the, like a, a gritty vampire or something. Might not. But actually, quite a lot of people love vampires, do they? You know what I mean? Like, if it was yeah. a bit more dark, it might be a struggle. Yeah. Yeah, we, like, um, we were doing kind of a customer avatar type of thing. And, um, you know, we wanted to also appeal to men and women because women make up a huge portion of the mobile gaming market, right? So, um, and then what happens when, when the girls start playing, uh, maybe, you know, they stream, they make content, the guys will start playing too, right? So we'll see what happens. It could be kind of like a domino effect, but, um, yeah, we were definitely keeping that in mind. I wanted to be sure that our graphic style was of web two quality. So, yeah. I don't know. I've got my little goomball in a suit. He looks very cute. Um, but to kind of look a bit wider into the space, what do you think some of the like the main challenges right now for Web3 games with uh, the mythical mass adoption that everyone keeps uh, chiming on about? Yeah, I think there's two challenges. The first challenge of Web3 games is Web3. The fact that no one has really hit the nail right on the head of what an economy can look like or how to structure things in their game. So everyone's kind of trying their, their, you know, taking a stab at their way. Some are working, some are not. Some projects like Axie didn't work, but now they're adapting and things are, you know, kind of working. So it's really interesting to see everyone's approach, but that's the hardest part because Web2 games can be more nimble than you. They just have to worry about their game. They don't necessarily have to worry about an entire cryptocurrency token and you know non-fungible tokens and all these things right so that's one and then um number two is having to make a core gameplay loop that's fun and addicting that's already hard enough right not even counting web 3 just any video game you can have the coolest graphics coolest stuff and still you know your game just doesn't hit and gamers know what i'm talking about so uh, those are the the main challenges of having an addictive game and then sprinkling web 3 onto that I mean, there's another one, right, which is uh, player acquisition. That's becoming extremely hard now because so many games are coming out. But um, luckily, I, I think we have a cool little, I mean, Goomba specifically, I think we have a cool little uh, space in the market where we kind of fit in of being a mobile tower defense. So, you know, we'll see how we can creatively acquire players over the next, you know, year or two. I think that final point is definitely going to be the one that eventually becomes the main point as people get past some of the the other issues. I think we're seeing a lot of people even almost ditching the full economy bit just because, like you say, it is a complete other add-on when you're already wrestling with trying to make a, a popular game. And to, to be a bit more uh, upbeat and positive rather than the challenges, what are you excited to see in the next three to six months for Web3 um, and Goombles as well? Yeah, so I love esports, and I i mean, I've been watching League of Legends esports, not religiously, but, you know, if I see it pop up on YouTube, sometimes I'll watch it. I've been watching it for like 10, 12 years now, since I was basically a kid or a teen, and um, I can't wait to see a giant tournament for one of the games. I don't know if you guys remember, whoever's listening, there was this the Fortnite World Cup. And it was absolutely massive. There was, I believe there was 50 million in prizes. I don't know if it was five or 50. I can't remember. Um, but that was huge. 
League of Legends season, you know, one through five, absolutely massive worldwide, you know, crazy hype. So excited. I remember I just couldn't wait to get off school and watch them and stay up till like 2 a.m. when Korea was playing and all these things. So I want to see a huge tournament um, for, you know, any game, which I'm so excited about. And then number two, which kind of goes with this, is I just want to see a game pop off for the game, um, if that makes sense. Axie popped off. But, you know, even when the peak, people were saying, I don't really like the game. And I, I understand that. And, you know, it's it definitely is some people's style. It's not some people's style. But I want some people to play, you know, play a game for the game and then introduce these Web3 economies to the masses and see how they react. Maybe they'll be like, hold up, this this thing is kind of cool. Um, this new kind of economy within a game. It's like a game in a game. So I'm just really excited to get players in web3 the end of the day i think that kind of tip of the spear breaking through and getting more people in i think whichever game does that everyone should be cheering for them regardless of whether it's a game they like or a game they they have a bag for because like you say we'll just bring more people to the space and that'll just make it better for every game developing in the space and then to look a bit more kind of professionally at your life within web3 we always see people on twitter and discord and you, you mentioned it for some content creators who are looking to ditch the rat race of web0 and go web3 full time for work is there any advice that you would give people who are looking to transition to working full time within web3 yeah two things number one is be expected to get paid expect to get paid less if you really want to work in web3 honestly there's just less money here right now. Um, but counteract this, which is the main advice, point two, is hone your skills in Web 2 first. You got to be someone that has amazing skills and, and actually has something to bring to the table because right now Web 3 jobs are really competitive. Like even everyone wants to be a community manager, right? But they don't know how to curate a community, how to make you know events that revolve around your community's purpose around the why of the company they're just they just want to make twitter posts and you know do x spaces and stuff like that so you got to hone your skills uh, whether you're a dev or you know whatever field you want to join in and you know be someone who's actually do their job and do it right and help blow up the project you're working for and help it make uh you know be successful and whatnot so just just be someone that if you were a company owner you would hire in the first place and then uh, hopefully you can find a job in Web3. I think there's some great bits of advice and I hope people do take them on. I think anyone who's wanting to do the jump, I wish them luck. Um, seems a bit too scary for me. But um, as well as that, you you then did the full kind of going into becoming a founder of a game. What has been the most surprising challenge of making such a, a big leap? Yeah, the most surprising challenge has been the wake-up call and the reality that no one in Web3 knows what they want. Or they, they know what they want, but they won't say it. It's more like it. What I mean by that is everyone wants utility, but if you were to make utility, they don't actually use it or care. Um, think of like a DAO. Everyone likes the idea of DAOs and they, they want decentralization. 
but no one really votes when it comes time to vote. Um, no one cares. So, at the end of the day, you need to understand what the, the consumer really wants. And if the consumer wants something different than you're building, find a different target market, right? So, um, you know, take that how you will. But I think that's going to be a big, big key to a lot of projects is understanding who their target market is and, and finding that kind of a product market fit. And also rewarding your early community or giving them value in a way to where they want to stick around. Um, if you know, if you want to go above and beyond, you can do that too. I think that final point of kind of creating the Zealots of game is a really big one, especially like you mentioned of having them there for the game, not for the bags, because then they'll help get more people into the game rather than just getting more people into bags. Um, and then kind of if anyone wants any more farmer natch in their life, where's the best place to follow you and Goombles to kind of stay up to date? Definitely. So best place to keep in touch here is on X, just x.com slash farmer dash underscore. And then if you want to give Goombles a follow, then that would be you know top priority number one and see all our cool game updates and progress. Then it's just uh, x.com slash goombles underscore oh, well it's been great speaking to you and i'm sure i'll be keeping an eye on it so i'll be looking forward to see what my goombles get up to awesome thank you so much for having me thanks for listening join us next time for more insights into the world of web3 gaming and if you need to experience more web3 gaming content check out whatsyourgame.com game with a three and remember to look for games that you enjoy, and I'll see you next time.